Now today's top federal headline. Several agencies lay out the new procurement and contracting regulations that will be coming this year. Federal Acquisition Regulation Council agencies published their semi-annual regulator agendas. It says they plan on finalizing 17 proposed rules. They pertain to areas like labor and environmental protection. There are also several rules to protect whistleblowers. The Veterans Affairs Department fires three more senior executives at the Phoenix VA Hospital. The center's associate director, Lance Robinson, chief of health administration service, Brad Curry, and chief of staff, Darren Deering, are all let go. They were managers when the wait time scandals at the Phoenix Hospital became public in 2014. Robinson and Curry can appeal their removals to the Merit Systems Protection Board. Deering can appeal through the VA's administrative grievance process. Some personnel changes for the Army. Major General Stephen Fogarty, who was commanding general of the Cyber Center for Excellence in Georgia, will be the new chief of staff for U.S. Cyber Command in Maryland. Also, Major General Cedric Wins is the new commanding general for the Research, Development, and Engineering Command at Aberdeen Proving Ground, Maryland. The Air Force is shaking things up as well. Here's Tom Temin with today's DOD report. Defense Secretary Ash Carter nominates Lieutenant General Todd Walters to command U.S. Air Forces Europe and Africa and of Allied Air Command. He'd pick up its fourth star. Major General Jeffrey Harrigian is named Commander Air Force's Central Command. And Major General Stacey Harris is nominated for Vice Chief of Staff and Director of the Pentagon Air Staff. Both would get a third star. I'm Tom Temin. The Navy plans on conducting more full-ship shock trials on one of its literal combat ships this year. FSSTs involve detonating explosives underwater near the ship to test durability. The Navy awards a nearly $11 million contract to Lockheed Martin Mission Systems to make repairs in between shots and to fully fix the USS Milwaukee once the test is over. DHS tries again to award a huge cybersecurity contract. Jason Miller tells us more in the IT report. The Homeland Security Department picked Raytheon once again for its $1 billion cybersecurity services contract. DHS initially hired Raytheon in September, but that contract was protested by Northrop Grumman. Raytheon says DHS pulled the award back and relooked at the bids. Eight months later, DHS decided Raytheon was the most qualified vendor to run the Domino program after all. The goal of the Domino program is to maintain and improve the intrusion protection and detection system known as Einstein and for other cyber tools under the National Cybersecurity Protection System. I'm Jason Miller. The IRS left out a few thousand people as it contacted and tried to help victims of its Get Transcript breach last May. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration says roughly 2,400 more people were affected by the breach than the IRS first identified. It also failed to offer free identity protection services to 79,000 victims and put identity theft markers on tax accounts for about 3,200 people who were affected. Yet another agency whose cybersecurity practices are reported as insufficient, the Security and Exchange Commission's Inspector General says SEC's Office of Information Technology failed to apply security upgrades in key areas. For instance, it found old user accounts were still active and reviewing procedures were not always implemented. Your agency's customer service score depends on who you ask. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The Transportation Security Administration is dinged for only asking pre-check flyers if they're satisfied. So TSA got a score of 99%. With pre-check approval, which costs $85 for five years, passengers avoid much of the airport screening hassle. Texas Congressman Henry Cuellar wonders what the TSA satisfaction score would be if it sampled flyers in the regular screening lines. I'm Tom Temin. For these stories and more, go to federalnewsradio.com and follow at Fed News Updates on Twitter. I'm Eric White.